0: Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. Stu, of course, is at his annual Super Bowl experience, uh, which he likes to let us know about repeatedly every year. Uh, So he's out today, but uh, in today is my good friend Michael Pelka. Uh, Welcome, Mike. Thank you. I don't think Um, we've ever done a show together before. Never. We have never done a show together. As long as we've known each other. It's about 25 years now. Yeah. We've never done a show together.
1: Never. Zero. First time. So write this down.
0: I mean... Have you done bits for a show in which I've been involved? Many times. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mr. Stress
1: back in the day. Mr. Stress. Murray Silverman. Glenn's next door neighbor. Silverman.
0: Yes. Uh, Multiple times. Uh, But actually sitting side by side, that's not not happened before. Uh, I noticed you brought in an incredible receipt uh, from some purchases that you made. Yep. Show show the uh, lengthy, the size of the, it's got to be what, 50 items you bought? Uh, guess
1: again, I, I went to write hundred. I did a little 100? shopping. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You're getting colder. Uh,
0: really? 75. Colder. Much
1: colder. 30. Uh, let's try two. <laughs>
0: two. <laughs> Why do you need a receipt that is probably what? Two feet long. It's
1: almost two, two feet, feet long.
0: Uh, f- and two items.
1: Yeah. I bought, um, I bought some whiteout. All right, so who knew they were still making that?
0: that's about that big right there, yeah
1: yeah that's that's right out, yeah one and then, item, and I bought a red bull
0: and red bull, yeah, okay. so that's it, so maybe like a quarter of an inch or half an inch of what's the rest of that receipt?
1: Well, they want to tell me about my wellness points, oh.
0: Did, so. did you get wellness points for Whiteout?
1: Yeah, and uh, and Red Bull <laughs> wellness points for <laughs> Red Bull seems okay. to be a contradiction, but there it is. Uh, I also have a chance to uh, win a thousand bucks if I enter to win oh, this. Nice. Okay, I have to call him and tell them mm-hmm. uh, how I did. There's a coupon for three dollars off Advil. Nice. So apparently they've okay. been keeping track of what we buy a lot of.
0: Do you buy a lot of Advil? I
1: think so. Yeah.
0: So they are tracking your.
1: Purchases. Yeah, and then the four dollars off Robitussin Medi-Soother Honey Lemon.
0: Do you, have you bought that?
1: I can't remember because I haven't had a cold. And then it's given me given me the update on the fabulous February Rewards program. That they have is unbelievable February, and but wait, there's more.
0: When did a when did a a uh, receipt? Become a promotional pamphlet for the store in which you made the purchases.
1: When they found out they could sell this, I think Advil pays for this and Robitussin pays for this. Wow, that's then, probably
0: true. Now, if you that's read the true. back,
1: this is like the conditions when you upgrade your software Okay, that basically says everything in your life we own and track.
0: Jeez. So this is
1: two things.
0: That's amazing.
1: Two items.
0: That's the world we live in now. All you tree huggers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's the same people who are going to be whining and moaning about the trees we're using uh, for paper. And those are the same people trying to ban plastic bags in grocery stores like has happened in Dallas now.
1: Now, do you have to pay in New York if you ask for a plastic bag at the grocery store? You pay a nickel a bag.
0: I didn't know that. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. So that is law in New York.
1: Thank you, Bloomberg. So And they're trying that's to get you to unreal. buy, you know, those little bags you buy for a buck that say Gristides or whichever grocery store. Yeah. Those are all made from oil and come from what country? China. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Leave us alone. And besides, those of us with dogs who have to pick up after them, we like the grocery bags. Uh, yeah. It's very helpful.
0: Yes, very. <laughs> uh, especially in Manhattan. But you don't live in Manhattan, no, right? No, live in Delaware. Yeah. Which, wow, what a commute that is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Do you make that commute every day? No, I'm only here two days a week. I okay. came in
1: specifically to be here with you well, because it's the you. first time in my career I get to work with you.
0: Uh, thank you. That's, uh, that was nice of you to come in then. So this is like going to be your third day this week in? Or does this, it, Would you, you were coming in anyway?
1: Well, I was going to count <laughs> this as yeah. one of my days. Okay. But if I All could right. get the company to pay for the train ride. <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, So anyway, they're taking advantage of every advertising opportunity they possibly can now. Um, Just like everybody else. I mean, the NFL is doing the same thing. Everything, And it's not just the NFL either. When you watch um, a college football game on ESPN, everything is sponsored. Every update, every field goal, every extra point attempt, everything is sponsored by somebody, right? Uh, And a lot of times the sponsors are actually... Um, embedded in the field, they're up on the scoreboards, they're all over the stadium, you, you can't get away from any of it. And, and yet, with the, uh, the Super Bowl so uh, whorish, I guess, about advertising, you can't even say if you're broadcasting – you can't say anything about the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah How did we that happen? Were, we were forced to call it the big game, remember, Yeah, on radio? We yeah. weren't allowed to use the trademark term Super Bowl unless we were paying the NFL.
0: And I think, because ESPN says Super Bowl, so I I think it's if you have a product involved, right? If you're selling a product around it, you have to refer to it as the big game.
1: I, I think NFL... Allowed CBS, NBC, ABC, ESPN, and anyone who regularly has a deal with them to broadcast their content is allowed to reference the Super Bowl. But,
0: but on if, talk radio, right? Would you get in trouble? Would we? Because we do say the Super Bowl, right? So far, we haven't been in trouble, uh, as far as I know. Could we, we could be in trouble for that?
1: Well, they got a little litigious back in the late nineties, and yeah. they started going after places that you know the guys in Philly that do the Wing Bowl. Every year, mm-hmm. we're calling it the Super Bowl of wing consumption. And they got in trouble. The league, the NFL and their lawyer said, you can't use the term that's Super Bowl. So they started doing the super Jeez. gigantic bowl and they had a giant bowl of stuff. Oh, that's great. It is maddening. But it is. Did you notice you couldn't look anywhere in that broadcast yesterday without seeing the Microsoft logo because of the tablets, right. everybody had a tablet I with a giant that. Microsoft logo. Yeah. It's everywhere. They're
0: all using the the Surface thing, right?
1: Yeah, the Surface. And and if you don't use, if you were wearing Mm -hmm. those Sony headphones that you have on the side here, on camera, you'd Mm -hmm. get fined by the league because they're not part of the league's deal with whomever they've got. That's why, was it Dr. Dre and Beats or somebody got in trouble for wearing their Beats headphones?
0: I figured that the... uh I figured the Microsoft thing was partially about Paul Allen, you know, who owns the Seahawks.
1: Sure. But he's they've sponsored a whole bunch. They were all over Fox all year during the Fox broadcast. You saw everyone had the tablet mm. and they were all using the Microsoft tablets. And now I expect the refs to be holding them next season. <laughs> no, You're coming out, uh, Let's review the replay. They, ha- they don't have to go under the hood, actually. It right. I'll just time. do it
0: here on the surface. Right. Uh, but it was a great game. Uh, it was great, a terrific game. Great game. Most of the Super Bowls lately, except for last year, have been terrific games. And that did not... For some, for whatever reason, it, it wasn't the case in years past. Until about the 2000s. From about 2000 on, I'd say 14 out of 15 have been pretty darn good games.
1: Yeah, these have been great games. And like, like you said, last night, terrific game. Although I, I happen to be rooting for the Seahawks. And so...
0: Any particular reason?
1: Yeah, I don't like... Um, the Sith Lord who coaches the Patriots.
0: You don't like Bill Belichick
1: now with his little hoodie on. He looks like yeah, he's he, a modern Sith Lord, yeah, and he does. And he does. It, it just, I'm sure he's a fine man, but mm. I'm just not a no, fan. He's a
0: great coach. He's just, uh, you know, he's a little shady. It, that does bother me. Um, you know, the Spygate thing was awful. Yeah. What happened with this deflate the ball deflation? I don't know uh they certainly deny it emphatically so
1: one team has 11 of the 12 balls slightly deflated the other team doesn't
0: right uh, and nothing happened culpability and we don't know anything about it um but you know it's it, it 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 seems to uh it seems to be that they are absolutely uh claiming no credit or bl- taking no blame for this thing and they just want it all to go away which of course it's not because the NFL investigation is still underway and the results are pending, so it'll all come up again. In the meantime, though, Tom Brady has his fourth Super Bowl title. Wow! So that ties him with uh, Terry Bradshaw and and uh, and Joe Montana, right? For four.
1: Yeah, he's one of the all time greats. You oh, have one of the to give him credit. Greats.
0: Absolutely, no question about it. But what a stupid move that was for the Seahawks <laughs> to throw from the one yard line when they got Marshawn Lynch, who could have plowed through the back of the end zone. Uh, without hardly, without any effort. They could not stop him for, I don't think he was ever stopped for less than a yard gain. And that's all they had to go.
1: And they had one timeout left, right? Yeah. So they they actually had a timeout. If he didn't make it, they could have called timeout and and called it, tried it again, or try to pass then. I have to say, and I'm not a, a guy who ever played football on a competitive level beyond flag football. Dumbest call ever. Not in just yeah. any Super Bowl game, but
0: ever. To his credit, Pete Carroll, who made the call, you know, took complete blame for it, which is nice. He's a stand-up guy, and and uh, he, he said, "It's the." He said, "Yes, it, it's all on me. <laughs> it's all on me." And it probably was the worst call in Super Bowl history.
1: But that takes the sting
0: out of it, I'm sure, for all the players. I'm sure, <laughs> no, okay, then. Good. Fine. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it was. It, I was glad because I was I was rooting for the. For the Patriots, even though I'm not a huge Patriot fan, I just I just dislike the Seahawks a lot because of Richard Sherman because of the Obamacare commercial they were doing. Uh, Russell Wilson and uh, and Richard Sherman did the Obamacare propaganda right. commercials. Yeah. That's just such a major turnoff for me. But that quarterback,
1: mm-hmm. the Seahawks quarterback, whose name is Russell Stichon. Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. That yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. He looked so cool under you pressure. You did. He looked like he was just out playing a pickup game.
0: He seems to be a great guy, too. So. I mean, he's a, he's a religious guy. He's a real spiritual guy. He's, he's not uh, bombastic like Richard Sherman is. He seems to be pretty humble, and he's incredibly talented. He's, he's a lot better than I thought he was going to be coming so out of So one
1: college. little thing but makes you... A couple you of just little things. Exclu- excluded him. Yes. So did you go through the entire Patriots roster and see if
0: maybe <laughs> didn't,
1: any of them were Obama voters I, or campaign donors? I just or... didn't happen
0: to see any propaganda coming out of the Patriots <laughs> side, so that's who I went with. Plus, Seahawks beat my Packers, which really
1: pissed well, me off. Well, that's out. and that that's game another in thing. itself was a, yes. a different story altogether. Oh. There were some oh. bad calls in that game.
0: Really bad. Yeah, d- thank you. It's still too sore. Is, is it's too this soon. like
1: football therapy for you?
0: A little Little bit yeah it's a little cathartic can you
1: say more about the Green Bay game please <laughs>
0: stop I, I it seriously is still too soon it's too soon uh, and then the other thing that kind of let me down and it has this is this aspect of the Super Bowl has let me down every year for about five or six years now the the ads are just not what they once were no. they're, they're nowhere near as fun and creative as they once were uh, I well
1: h- how about you not show them to us for a week before the yeah. game
0: that would be good. There's no
1: surprise left. I think the only good. ad we didn't see before this game was the um, was the nationwide ad, the depressing ad.
0: God, gosh, and, it was bad.
1: And if they had
0: shown Jeez. that, I'll
1: bet you they would have pulled it and, and made a different ad.
0: I'll bet you're right. Uh, they pulled the... Um The GoDaddy ad that was the downer with the puppy. So the nationwide thing was even worse. This kid who's not going to grow up and do all these things he's talking about because he drowned in the bathtub in a a home accident. Uh, What a downer that is. How
1: amazing would that have been had someone taken that same concept and put out there as a pro-life ad? That would have been awesome. And you know the league would have said, well, we can't do that. We can't make a political statement. I wonder – and and somebody tweeted mm-hmm. me that idea last night because we were all grousing about the ads. And the only thing Nationwide did promote was the Mindy Kaling ad about her being invisible. And I thought that was a clever oh. ad. But, yeah, you know, I'm a Mindy okay. Kaling fan.
0: But yeah. I, I didn't understand the insurance end of it. I didn't either. Well, you won't be invisible, I guess, when you have the insurance. They're going to. They're going to see you.
1: I just like Nationwide is on your side. Can't we just stick with that?
0: Uh, You know, or how about the, uh, why didn't they go with the Peyton Manning commercials? Those were great. They're great. Uh, And everybody loves Peyton Manning. Nobody wants to see a dead kid in a bathtub.
1: (laughs) Nobody wants that. Although, did you go through your house and kid-proof it? Did you lock up the dishwasher packets that looked like delicious candy, as we've been told?
0: (laughs) Well, my kids are (laughs) teenagers now, my youngest. So I'm pretty sure that they're probably... They're, not eating the dishwasher. They're not eating the dishwasher. <laughs> so, uh, but here was one of the more bizarre commercials that we uh were treated to yesterday on the Super Bowl ads, the Skittles commercial.
2: Just one lemon left.
1: Lemon Skittles are my favorite. They're my favorite. Let's settle it the usual way. Settle it the usual way! Settle it the usual way. Settle, settle it. the usual way. Settle, settle it, it. The usual way! the rainbow taste the rainbow
0: see everybody's really muscular they've got huge right arm biceps because they settle the skittle thing in the usual way by arm wrestling
1: apparently there's a lot so. of disagreement in that town over <laughs> apparently. skittles
0: apparently yeah that's kind of what you get out of that,
1: that was the weirdest one i think of <laughs> really all of them weird. other than the one you guys tore apart earlier the what was it jeff daniels
0: uh, Jeff, uh, oh, Jeff, Jeff, uh, Bridges.
1: Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Bridges. Just bizarre.
0: Really, really bizarre. Uh 727 beck We'll have more of them coming up for you in a second. I can appreciate that very much. I've, I've photographed. Mm-hmm. 888-727-BEC. <laughs> 888-727-BECK. beck triple eight seven beck is uh, Pat and Stu. Today with uh, Michael Pelka because Stu is on his way back uh, from the Super Bowl. Uh, so, obviously, as with every year, Stu missed all the uh, great Super Bowl commercials, which, you know, frankly, there weren't very many great ones. Um, it, it seems like every year... We have this problem now. They just they're kind of on a downward spiral and have been for a, a long time. What happened to the you know the the Michael Jordan, Larry Bird kind of things off the off the wall yeah, the and the horse. ceiling and in you know nothing but net. Well,
1: yeah. that was a McDonald's ad, if I remember. It was, and there were. I, I think this has to do with economics because the co- the cost of a spot, a thirty second spot, is what four and a half million dollars. So you're talking nine million dollars a minute. Yeah, and that's why they they dump the spots on us earlier in the week, so we're we're not surprised anymore, and then they don't play them again. used to be you'd see them forever and ever and ever, yeah, but we don't see them anymore well,
0: they're not quality enough to play them over and over and over um and they used to be the you know the pepsi the kid who sucked himself into the Pepsi bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Cindy Crawford ads, Dar- the Darth Vader, Darth Vader, Darth
1: Vader, and the Volkswagen.
0: Oh, I remember was that? that great, that was a great ad. The little kid who was who was doing that one of the best commercials ever. Even the E Trade baby, I, I really liked a lot. I can't, I can't watch the E Trade
1: baby. Love E Trade scares, the scares baby.
0: me. Does he scare you? It scares
1: me? I, I'm up, I'll be up all night tonight <laughs> because of the damn E Trade baby. Thank uh, you.
0: But there were a few that were memorable. Um, oh, you're thinking Kim Kardashian? Aren't uh, you? No. Uh, not one that I would definitely go to if I was thinking about a memorable ad. Is that her actual body, by the way? Yeah. That's her actual. That well, was not I,
1: enhanced. I'm not talking from experience.
0: In the buttocks area or the hip area, that was not enhanced.
1: That seems to be something she's very proud of. Wow. And uh, I I, I tweeted that my television vomited. <laughs> When that happened, when that ad came out. And several people agreed, and I actually had people say, Oh, come on now. She's accomplished.
0: And she's accomplished what? She
1: became famous because she made a sex tape and then her mother helped her sell it. Right. We're dopes if we watch it.
0: It's crazy. I mean, that was such a wide shot that it was on it was on channel four locally here. You had to watch it on channel four and channel five in order to see the entirety of her butt.
1: I did not watch it, it was... a second time, <laughs> but I swear to you there was one shot that either she's had a uh, horse pelvis transplanted I know or they they had a spotlight Right on both cheeks. And I bet you it required two lights.
0: It was crazy. I I don't I don't know how, unless you have a super wide screen, unless you watch that in IMAX, you couldn't see the whole thing. It didn't fit on the screen. It was unbelievable.
1: All, all I can say is T-Mobile, if that's the way you spend your money, I am not ever yeah. going to be a client. Whatever.
0: I, I don't get it, but... Uh, uh, there was a, a carnival ad that was apparently I'm not sure I even saw this yesterday but I'm told it, it was of note let's, uh, let's check out the carnival ad from yesterday
2: I uh, really uh, don't know why it is that uh, all of us are so committed to the sea uh, except I am uh,
0: I think it's because in addition to the fact that the sea uh, changes and the light changes and uh, ships change it's because uh, we all came from
2: the sea And it is an interesting uh, biological fact that all of us have in our veins the exact same percentage of
0: salt in our blood that exists in the ocean. And therefore, uh, we have salt in our blood, in our sweat, in our tears. We are tied to the ocean. And when we go back to the sea, whether it is to sail or to watch it, we are going back from whence we came. Okay, They went all JFK. Uh, first of all, I disagree with the premise that we all came from the sea. I, I didn't come from the sea. I did not crawl out yeah, of the that, sea. Yeah,
1: that's definitely uh, an evolution commercial. Uh, yes, it commercial. is. Yes, it but is. Uh, I, I wonder how much the Kennedy family got for that.
0: Uh, I would guess a fortune. Area,
1: a lot of money. Yeah. But are yeah. you a guy that goes on cruise ships?
0: No. No. I've never once stepped foot on a cruise ship.
1: I would rather take out my appendix with a chainsaw.
0: Yeah, Glenn's than just been talking cruise. about that. He's like I, I can't get behind, I can't get beyond the uh, the disease on the ships lately and the and the ships running out of power and you're adrift at sea for four days. I, I, I'm having a hard time with that too. I, I wouldn't want to take the chance. It's happened so many times where you get some kind of weird virus yeah. or something breaks out on the ship or the ship runs out of power, there's some kind of disaster and you're stranded out there.
1: What do, you, what do you do? It sounds like an Irwin Allen movie from yeah. the 70s. <laughs> yeah. you know, as a matter of fact, Poseidon Adventure. But w- Ed, being in radio as long as you have, you never got asked to do the Disney Cruise, which is a floating bucket of children. You have to remember that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you mm-hmm. guys never did that.
0: I think we were asked when we were in Baltimore, and and I I think we said no. I know we move. didn't do it, uh, so we must have said no. But it does seem like...
1: And yet people love it. Yeah, But they now do. think about the new measles outbreak. Imagine if one of these folks who visited the Disney park or was on the Amtrak train in the northeast corridor where this kid had the measles gets on that boat. Yeah. Now you're out to sea for two weeks.
0: It doesn't matter, though, Mike, because we all came from the sea and we're all returning to the sea. And uh, the sea will heal us. Because I
1: don't, I, I, Ash Wednesday, I don't remember hearing, remember, man, you are C and into C you shall return. I, that never happened.
0: I'm pretty sure it's in there. Okay. You got to listen more closely. <laughs> uh, what my favorite probably of the other day was the, uh, Snickers ad. I, I really liked the, the Marsha Brady thing. Really? Yeah. I loved it. You didn't like that one?
1: I, it, Snickers has been doing this same ad. They act.
0: have. They but, have, I give but him credit. this one was really good.
1: Danny, what's his name? Trujillo or Trujillo? Yeah,
0: is he from, he's from uh, uh, some machete movie or something, right?
1: Yeah, he's from, and, and that's his character. It's, yeah. it's crazy over the top. But I, yeah. the one surprise I liked was Buscemi at the
0: end. Great stuff. Watch this Snickers commercial.
2: What happened? Peter hit me in the nose with a football. I can't go to the dance like this. Well, I'm sure it was an accident, sweetheart. An
1: eye for an eye. That's what Dad always says. never said that, honey? Shut up! (laughs) Time to teach Peter a lesson.
2: (laughs) Marsha, eat a Snickers.
3: Why? You get a little hostile when you're hungry. Better? Better. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Jan, this isn't about you. It never is!
0: (laughs) That is great stuff. Really well done, too.
1: (laughs) I would love to redo that with either you and Glenn. Mm Mm-hmm. Or uh, the Obamas, you know, with Michelle Obama come storming into the Oval Office, <laughs> angry, great. and Barack goes, um, Michelle, eat a Snickers.
0: 888-727-BECK, eight 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 seven two beck Then there's this. The agenda ads were driving me out of my mind yesterday. This is one of them from – it's always – it's a tampon, right? Or a feminine napkin yep. of yes, some uh, kind. Yes, it's
1: something a, you and I don't ever uh, use.
0: <laughs> just the like a girl <laughs> Movement. Here's a look at that. You tell me.
3: Hi, Aaron. Show me what it looks like to run like a girl. My hair. <coughs> Show me what it looks like to fight like a girl. <laughs> now throw like a girl. Aww. So do you think you just insulted your sister? No. I mean, yeah,
2: insulted girls, but not my sister.
3: (laughs) My name is Dakota and I'm 10 years old. Show me what it looks like to run like a girl. Throw like a girl. Fight like a girl. What does it mean to you when I say run like a girl? It means run fast as you can.
0: Okay, let's uh, let's relax on the (laughs) insult of like a girl, because it's directed at boys when you say that. Right. And the fact is, and, and it's demonstrated in the commercial, girls throw differently than boys. Girls have a different motion than boys do when they throw a ball. Yeah, different they different bodies. Do. They have different body types. We're made up differently. Our skeletal structure is different. The muscles act differently. They don't, as a rule, and it's almost universal, they don't throw like men do. They don't. No. Girls and boys throw differently. And if you say you throw like a girl to a boy, it's an insult. If you say you throw like a girl to a girl, it's not. Because they throw differently. Right. You throw like yourself. I mean so what? <laughs> it's it is interesting though that the little girls have a different perception than the teenage girls, the puberty right. girls. Um I, I don't I don't know what that is because I've never heard you throw like a girl said to a girl. It's always it's an insult of to a boy. Well, it shouldn't be an insult because girls throw exactly the same as bull. Well, that's bull crap. No, they don't. No, they don't. No. And, do we and have to pretend like they do now? Yeah. That's what they want. They say to the girls, the young girls, throw like a girl. And how do they throw? They throw like this. They throw in a different motion than it's, a boy. It's very different. throw like that. It is
1: different. The, the thing that gets me about that spot is if you look at the thing that says little girls' self-confidence falls horribly during puberty, mm-hmm. everyone's self-confidence falls during puberty.
0: Yeah, they don't seem to give a crap about the boys' <laughs> the self-confidence. Guys, at
1: least, at least, Jeez. despite the fact that boys and men have gotten picked on or diminished over the years in a lot of these commercials, yeah. it seemed like this was the one year – in recent memory, where guys didn't get beaten up on in every single ad, especially yeah, the white that. males were not the dopes that, that were made out to be.
0: I don't know where that came from, but there was a big dad movement yesterday. Yeah. We'll show you some of that uh, coming up on Pat and Stu with Michael today. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K Patent Stew with Michael Pelkin today. Uh, we're going over some of the Super Bowl ads. Like to hear about your favorites at triple eight seven two seven Beck. I really did like. Uh, Mike touched on this right before the break. I really did love the fact that they focused on dads, and I, yeah. I, I. It was several different companies doing this. I think I counted like four. There was Nissan, there was Toyota, there was Dove, and, and one other that I can't remember right now. So there were at least three that I can think of that did these really cool dad commercials. And that's unusual because dads are usually buffoons in these things.
1: Yeah, they're portrayed as guys who can't do anything, and they're dopes, and the mom always rides in and fixes everything. And, oh, dad, I roll. But, no, this was uh, dadvertising, as as it's been called.
0: Uh, I like it. And here's here's Toyotas with uh, a dad always being there for his little girl. Being a dad is more than being a father.
1: It's a choice. A choice to get hurt rather than to hurt. Mm -hmm. To be bold when others are scared. A choice that says you'll be there. To show them right from wrong by your words and by your actions being a dad is more than being a father it's a commitment one that will make a wonderful human being
0: who will make their own choices someday bold new I'm not sure what the bold new Camry has to do with that but <laughs> what wow, that's a killer commercial that's that's beautiful killer. yeah it's it's great and uh so was the Dove ad which I loved a lot
2: daddy daddy Dove Men Plus Care. Care makes a man stronger.
0: Wow. So when did they start showing dads in a positive light? I think last night. I think last night. I think
1: we can look to February 1st and circle the calendar. It's just nice to see it all happen in big spending, big dollars on the big game. And something, hopefully, this is the start of a trend because I think for too long, men, adult men, and specifically white adult men have become the whipping boys of Madison Avenue. No doubt about it. This is a good thing.
0: Good thing. Madison Avenue, Hollywood, you know, in television programs, in movies, dads are always scumbags. Almost always, aren't they? They're either non-existent or they're abusive or they're just plain stupid or they're overbearing, you know, it it just, and to see him portrayed like this is awesome.
1: Maybe, maybe this started on modern family, because even though the show has a lot of stupid stuff going on, at the core of all those little morality plays they run every week, the the one younger dad and and the older dad, uh, the the storylines always seem to come around to family where they take care of family and he does something for his wife or he does something for his kids. So that may have started leaking into the culture. And the success of that show hopefully has had an effect on others.
0: Is that a top ten show?
1: Absolutely. It's done well for many years. I think it's starting to run out of gas. The stories, you know, how many times can you tell the story of of the gay dads and the problem they're having? And dad didn't love me as a kid, but now he does.
0: How long has that been on?
1: I think five years.
0: I, I, it looks intriguing. I've just never watched it. It, lo- it looks good, and, and you know, I've heard good things about it.
1: There, there are real good stories mm-hmm. at the core of many of the episodes, and it's well written, very funny. The guy who created it, Steve Levitan, has been around forever from like mm-hmm. Roseanne days and everything. But he's he's uh, very good.
0: Uh, there were a couple more agenda ads. Uh, one of them was the No More ad. Uh, is this the one with the where she's calling Pizza Hut? Yes. And or actually,
1: pizza? this is a recreation of a 911 call that The Blaze featured in a story a few weeks back. And it was a big story. And, and someone wisely took this and made a, a pretty smart PSA out
2: of it.
0: Based on a true story. Right. Okay. Uh, here's what happened. 911, where's the emergency? I'd like a pizza for
2: delivery. Ma'am, you've reached 911. This is an emergency line. Uh, large with half pepperoni, half mushroom. Do you have an emergency or not? Yes. And you're unable to talk because. Right, right. Ma'am, is there someone in the room with you? Yes. Okay, I've sent an officer. Can you stay on the phone with me?
0: Wow. No.
2: Uh, see you
0: soon. Thank you. Wow. <clears throat> wow. What, that's a powerful. Now, are, is, so was that an actual phone call?
1: That was the recreation of the actual phone call a nine one one call by a woman who was being abused, Jeez. and she brilliantly thought to call nine one one and order and brilliant a
0: pizza. that the guy on the other end of the line picked up on it.
1: I, I I think at least I hope these guys are trained. The men and women who answer nine one one calls are trained. Because you might to think it's just some
0: stupid idiot. Because we see that all the time, where somebody calls. Nine one one because McDonald screwed up their order or you right. know something stupid like that or
1: they're loaded and they go, or, hey yeah. I'm prank call nine one one right yeah, kudos to both sides everybody of that.
0: for picking up on that because that did, could save a life.
1: Did you listen to that? I don't know if that was the long version or the short version when he actually then went through a a, a checklist of questions. Are there weapons in the house? Yeah, you I know, saw the it, long it version. Really is it really, really is good. a really testament compelling. to that guy's brain on this one?
0: Very much so. Uh, just really amazing um, and then there was the the nationwide ad which we talked about earlier which is just super depressing for the Super Bowl and
1: why not play the depressing ad why not
0: <laughs> why not Here, here's the nationwide commercial we were talking about hey wait wait
1: wait wait I'll never learn to ride a bike or get coonies.
2: I'll never learn to fly or travel the world with my best friend. And I won't ever get married. I couldn't grow up because I died from an accident.
0: Uh, bathtub, At Nationwide, we believe in protecting what now. matters most,
3: your kids. Together, we can make safe happen.
0: That is, It's macabre. It's depressing. It's what am I supposed to do, run out and buy insurance on my kids? Is that, is that what you're advocating there? Well, it, what is that?
1: It was right in the middle of the game when everyone's Jeez. all hopped up and having a yeah, good time with yeah. their friends. Hey, hey how about
0: dead kids in bathtubs? <laughs> Can here you go. The... No, thank and you.
1: Twitter responded <laughs> brilliantly. There were so many people that just said, what the heck just happened? What What is <laughs> nationwide thinking? And I, I love the fact that... Uh, Uh, One of my Twitter followers, and I'm keeping an eye on you folks here during the show, said, uh, just imagine, as I said to you earlier, had that been an ad instead of promoting an insurance company but promoting pro-life, imagine the impact that would have. I'd never grow up because I was aborted.
0: Now that's powerful. Wow. That's that's a great message. That's not selling insurance. That's trying to save lives. Uh, That I could go with. Yeah. That I can get behind. Uh, some of the fun ads. Now, are, are you? A, were you a Breaking Bad fan? Did you? I never watched never one watched, episode I didn't either. of Breaking Bad. I didn't either. But, but I
1: know who Walter White was.
0: Yeah. I mean, almost everybody does because it was right. kind of a cultural show. Stu was all over that that show. Uh, here's an e-assurance ad uh, based on that character.
2: Hi. My doctor called in a prescription. Hi. Yes. You're not Greg. I'm sort of Greg. We're both over 50 years old. We both used to own a Pontiac Aztec. We both have a lot of experience with drugs. (laughs) Sorry. Pharmaceuticals. (laughs) So, say my
0: name. Sort of Greg. (laughs) eSurance helps make sure you only pay for what's right for you, not someone (laughs) sort of like you. eSurance, backed by Allstate. Yeah, that's great.
1: You know, Jeffy that's thought funny. Breaking Bad was reality
0: television, didn't yeah, he? Yes, he did. He I, thought I he thought, thought so. that was the story of his life. Right. But, uh, apparently,
1: <laughs> Autobiographical. <apparently not. laughs>
0: uh, one of my favorites of the night was the avocado ad. I just like this one. Really? I, I think it's really creative. Yeah, it's fun. It's different. I like the commentary <laughs> on the side about the draft choices. It's uh, the, the world's first draft, and it was f- four billion years ago.
2: With the yeah, next pick about in the first a, draft a ever, a Australia selects the kangaroo. Yes. I like that pick. Get up, hops, jump, vertical. Brazil selects the sloth. Off the field issues. Not a locker room guy. <laughs> the United States selects wheat. 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 Madagascar selects wheat. lemur. China, ginkgo baloba. Botswana selects the zebra. <laughs> uh oh. And with the next pick, we have a trade. Mauritius has traded for the dodo bird. And Mexico
1: selects...
0: Beach, beach, beach. beach.
2: The avocado. Great pick. That makes a ton of sense. Rich volcanic soil. Perfect weather. That'll make avocados from Mexico the ideal year-round snack. Grown with love since the beginning of time. Avocados from Mexico.
0: (laughs) I love that. I think that's funny. Okay, okay. I think that's funny. I I
1: have to... I have to give you points on that. I mm-hmm. think that one came late in the game. Yeah. And I, did you miss
0: it or were you No, I
1: saw it. I think I might have turned it down because I was going over my squares on the boxes on the pool. Okay. And I had one shot. If mm-hmm. Seattle had gotten a safety and then there were an, there were two field goals kicked by the Patriots in the last minute, then I would have won.
0: <laughs> so you're in a bad so mood. So I, I was in a very bad mood. As you're sort of half watching. <laughs> yeah. It. It's a great ad, right? It is. Right? It's terrific. Uh, the it's details,
1: funny. the details are great. The very details funny. are awesome. The polar bear with a sombrero <laughs> is that. just too good. Uh, please, please, please.
0: please, please. please. <laughs> it's great stuff. And then our our final ad of the day, we got to show you because it's the cute one, it's the one everybody's partial to. Although I think the Snickers ad actually won the uh, you know, the vote that they take in really? Columbus, Ohio or wherever they do that where yeah, where they where they read them. Uh, But this Budweiser ad Budweiser is always in the top three And uh, their cute little dog thing Was one of the favorites
3: When I wake up Well I
2: know I'm
3: gonna be I'm gonna be
2: the man
1: Who wakes up next to you And when I go out yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who goes along with you.
2: i 500 miles and I...
0: Nothing more adorable than Clydesdale's Saving Little Puppies.
1: Well, uh, I have questions.
0: (laughs) Do you? Yeah. Like what? What could you possibly question about that? I have a lot of questions. The
1: Clydesdales (laughs) are where? Are they kept near uh, St. Louis on a farm just outside of St. Louis? Yes. Does St. Louis have a wolf problem? Yes. I did not know about the St. Louis wolf problem. (laughs) Yes. And then, okay. It's the middle of the damn night when they, when, the, mm-hmm. when the Clydesdales break out and come save the little puppy who is just adorable. Mm-hmm. And they don't get back home till well into the next day. Were they <laughs> yes. at a riverboat casino? Was there some gambling? Was there a crazy weekend trip? <laughs> yeah,
0: they stopped and had their way with a mare along the way. I don't want to know. know. I don't, know. I don't you, know. Don't ask any more questions. 888-727-BECK. More patents and Stu coming up. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stew with Michael Pelkett today. And we were just discussing the halftime show too. Uh, yeah. since we've pretty well covered every other aspect of the Super Bowl yesterday, the game, the commercials. Actually the halftime show was pretty amazing as well. Katy Perry, I'm not a I mean, it's it's not like I'm a huge Katy Perry fan. I don't own a single no? Katy Perry. Record, album, CD, download. I don't know uh, any song except, uh, of course, I've heard fireworks. Uh, But that was an impressive show she put on last night.
1: Technically, technically, was one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows I've seen. Maybe Uh, the best. Yeah, I would put it. It was entertaining.
0: Yeah, when she came out on that giant. Lion thing was an amazing robot for one thing.
1: Well, it it had people moving the legs. I guess so. Black. You only saw them at the end. Yeah. It was really well made. Really well done. It was compelling, and she was in some sort of harness because I was trying to figure out. She's way up there. If she falls, it's going to be horrible. Yeah. But she was locked in and tied in, and and you couldn't really tell how many costume changes.
0: At least four, and maybe more.
1: At least four, and I I didn't see anything happen. They were great distractions, and all of a sudden, zoop, zoop, she's in a different outfit.
0: And then she's flying around on a little rocket thing with firework at the end.
1: Yeah, which looked like the NBC The More You Know
0: thing. It did, and that was probably not coincidental.
1: Now, Pat, let me ask you this. If you were one of the dancing sharks Mm -hmm. on the set with the palm trees... Do you put that on your resume? Dancing Shark Super Bowl halftime. Definitely. I I
0: yeah. am with you. Definitely.
1: I'm so with you. <laughs> I, was,
0: I mean, you're on one of the most watched <laughs> events in in the history. And who, yeah, would probably. who would know? Who would you, know if you
1: if you didn't? Yeah, it's so, true. Did you know I was one of the Dancing Sharks? <laughs> no, I'm halftime show. That was That's me.
0: Really impressive.
1: Billion people.
0: I I don't know who's going to hire you at that point, but maybe somebody. Well, maybe somebody. 888 727 back. Actually, today is Chris Kyle Day in the state of Texas, which is really cool. Uh, we'll tell you a little bit about that coming up. Uh, also, American Sniper had another massive weekend, largest Super Bowl weekend in history. More patents and Stu with Michael Pelka coming up. Michael Pelkett today. Stu's on his way back from uh, Phoenix and, uh, you know, his annual t- Super Bowl trip, which I'm sure we'll hear all about tomorrow. Uh, today in Texas, however, is uh, it's really cool because uh, Governor Greg Abbott declared it Chris Kyle Day. Chris Kyle, of course, one of the great American heroes um, in the history of American warfare, completely ignored by this president, by the way, not not mentioned ever, not when he came back, not uh Uh, after his book, not after he was killed, nothing, nothing. Nothing. Now, I don't know if Taya wanted him necessarily to come to the funeral. That didn't bother him with other seals where, uh, in fact, we heard from, uh, Ted Nugent who was supposed to, one of the seals died and in his will, I believe it was, uh, he requested that Ted Nugent play at his funeral. Right. And Nugent agreed and he was heading there and he was, he was all set to go and then somebody, somebody from the uh, White House called and said, uh, "We'd like you not to be there." And he's like, "Well, I, I was requested by the, the the military person who died and his family to be there. Yeah, we president's going to be there. We don't want you there, so he didn't. He didn't go. And uh, and the but the president went to that one where they didn't want him. They wanted Ted Nugent. So you know, it's not like he doesn't show up or he's not wanted." I don't – but but the fact that he's never mentioned Chris Kyle publicly is just amazing It,
1: to me. it is frightening, and you wonder why. If, if I ever had the opportunity to interview the president – and we know that won't happen because he's talking to people in bathtubs full of milk and, yeah. and cereal. Yeah, uh, who put honey in their him, eyes. Yeah, I would ask him, what, what is it about Chris Kyle? Why nothing? Because – It makes no sense, especially I don't know if you saw the story this weekend that the blaze did about American sniper running in Baghdad and the reactions from the people in Baghdad who were supportive of this movie. They ultimately ended up pulling it because someone complained that it was insulting to Muslims, but it was playing to packed houses. With an enthusiastic really? support. And these were Iraqis in Baghdad. Wow. And the story is on the place. It went up Saturday. Powerful story saying that the people understood mm-hmm. what this was about. And that opening trailer where he's trying to figure out if he's going to take the shot of the young kid yeah. wearing the suicide vest, people in the crowd reported in that theater were yelling, Shoot him, take the shot it's really? it's amazing so the fact that our president wow. Wow. can't find it in his heart to support this family is mystifying to it's me
0: it's my guess that you know chris kyle knew who the bad guys were and he he, he addressed them accordingly right. he called them savages he right. was calling the bad guys savages because they acted as savages they were evil incarnate he saw evil the likes of which most human beings have never been subjected to. Most human beings can't even imagine the kind of evil that he saw every day. And the Iraqis, so yeah, he called them evil when he saw the evil. The Iraqis in Baghdad who saw the movie recognized that. You bet. They
1: said that. right. They're they,
0: smart enough to understand. Right. He's not talking about all Iraqis. He's not talking about Iraqi children. He's trying to. He's trying to save a lot of Iraqi children. Right. Just so it's amazing. And and this administration will obviously never understand it. Um, but the American people do because they went to this movie again over the weekend in unbelievable record numbers. And it took in almost $32 million, biggest Super Bowl weekend ever. Uh, and so since it opened, which was, what, three weeks ago? Right. It's up to $248.9 million, so essentially $250 million already.
1: It's about to become the biggest R-rated movie, the biggest uh, war movie. It could pass. Um The uh, Mel Gibson uh, Passions of the Christ as independent picture. Wow. And I know you haven't seen it yet. I have not. And will not see it, correct?
0: Right. Uh, Right. Unless it comes on television, and it probably will eventually in an edited form.
1: It's because of your promise to not see R-rated movies, and, Mm -hmm. and you won't make an exception, and I respect that. If it does get to television... It'll be eleven minutes if you have to make it non R-rated. You're going to be able to watch it and say, "All right, yeah. I, I didn't waste any time here."
0: But it is powerful. I've heard there's there's you know a lot of uh, the, obviously the F words used uh, proficiently. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of gore.
1: It's like you're in a New York classroom, New York City uh, yeah. public school classroom. The <laughs> yeah. F word comes up so often. It, it, there's a lot of gore. There's a lot of uh, violent behavior. It is
0: my guess that in theater. Navy SEALs use the F word from time to. time. I would imagine. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they, they. You know, there's a lot of darns and hacks too.
1: And you um, know, we we saw Taya Kyle um, two weekends ago in Las Vegas at Shot Show. Taya and uh, Debbie Lee, the mother of Mark Lee, the first Navy SEAL sniper uh, killed mm-hmm. in the in the uh, Iraq War, both of them were at an event, a charitable event for a group called americansnipers.org. dot org. They're doing great work to support all the families of those who have lost family members uh, in the war, specifically the snipers, and also to support the guys who are out there right now who still don't get everything they need. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked with both Taya and Debbie Lee about what's going on. And and if you haven't seen that coverage, it it is also on the blaze. They auctioned off um, or raffled off five weapons that were just like the ones Chris used, and specifically – the one that he used to make the record setting longest shot. And it uh, it ended was up
0: like something like twenty one hundred feet. Ridiculous. Right?
1: Ridiculous length yeah. that he did. But that that raffle raised sixty two thousand dollars. Taya and mm. um, and Debbie were there to just support American snipers. And they stunned her by saying every dollar of this is going to the Kyle family. Because we know about the burden she has to deal with because of the Jesse Ventura lawsuit, so it was a a powerful moment. The video is up on the Blaze. If you haven't seen it, Mm. it certainly is one of the one of the biggest hits we had from Shot Show.
0: Wait, uh, Jesse Ventura is a pile of crap. Oh my God! Oh yeah, I mean words aren't. You can't use words strong enough on on radio and television uh, to describe him. But, uh, you know, one of the, one of the claims uh, you see all the time from the left is that Chris Kyle was racist, and that's why they don't want, they like this movie. They don't understand this movie. They, they don't understand his type of heroism. Uh, and, and because he called people who are killing other Iraqis as well as Americans savages, they assume that he's talking about all Iraqis. Well, um, one of the Iraqi Muslim interpreters has a few words to say about that. Uh, he knew Chris Kyle, and you would think that some of these leftists might listen to him. Uh, he worked with the Navy SEALs, including uh, Chris Kyle, self-described Iraqi Muslim, and he said that uh, uh, he said Kyle once told him that he trusted him with his life, and later invited him to one of his book sightings in uh, La Jolla, California. And an affluent uh, suburb of San Diego. He says, when Chris saw me at the event, he left everyone and just came up to me and hugged me because he hadn't seen me since 2007 and thought I could have died and had no idea where I was, he said. Uh, Ten seconds into his speech, he said, I'm not an American hero. Johnny Walker is the American hero. And then he made me stand up. Then he said that I saved more SEALs' lives than him, pointing at me. And I'm an Iraqi Muslim, so how is this racist? He treated me, an Iraqi Muslim, like a brother. So everyone needs to give him the respect that he fully deserves and finally let the man rest in peace. Great stuff from a guy who, uh, and there he is on the screen if if you're watching on television. Uh, I mean, that's who Chris Kyle was. Chris Kyle was trying to uh, protect Iraqis. The butcher of Baghdad was killing more Iraqis than he was Americans he was he was sticking drills into the heads of children it's
1: it's frightening that someone could misinterpret what what is on that screen or someone could find fault with someone who's bringing freedom to a nation someone like chris kyle mm. who didn't get drafted who didn't get called he got a calling from inside his heart and his soul after america was attacked on 911 here's a guy who volunteered the best of us protecting the rest of us and to lose him and not have Everyone understand it and respect it. Michael Moore, you know who you are. And Mr. Obama, I, I just wish somebody would wake up. And I think what Michelle Obama did recently may be sort of a hint that maybe there's a shift coming. Maybe that after the Oscars are handed out, if, if by any chance this movie gets the award it deserves, maybe you'll see a softening or a, a breakthrough Maybe the president will evolve on Chris Kyle the way he did on gay marriage.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. I, I, I don't know that it, I believe it would happen. But here's what uh, Michelle Obama said recently about about American Sniper and, and Hollywood in these movies. She said people generally see veterans in one of two ways. Either the broken, downtrodden vet who is homeless or on drugs or has such severe PTSD that he can't even function. Or the saintly hero who lives with such courage and moral clarity that the only thing the rest of us can do is shower him with awe and amazement. Um, And, of course, it's always a he. We sort of forget about the one and a half million women veterans who have served in uniform. So today I'm calling on all of you and folks across the entertainment industry to change the conversation about our veterans. Give us the full story. So she avoided even talking about Chris Kyle there, right? I mean... Because Chris Kyle in this movie, at least the way I understand it, and the whole movie was described to me in great detail a couple of weekends ago, because he knew I wasn't going to see it anyway. <laughs> but um, Chris Kyle is shown to have some pretty serious PTSD, but okay. he's also a hero. So they show that he wasn't a perfect guy, that he wasn't just somebody that you shower affection on, that he had real struggles in his life and his family and and he was a real guy with real issues. And he struggled a lot to get back home to his wife and family and function on a, on a daily basis. I mean, that's exactly what she's talking about here in, in presenting the full story. First of all, the war in Iraq isn't presented in a super wonderful light no. either, right?
1: No, it's not. And it's, it's as gritty as the Hurt Locker when you, when you watch it. And that's probably a movie you didn't see. Did not see that either. <laughs> I should I should go through my references before I do this. But the the reality here is at least she's starting to address it. I think yeah. this might be the beginning of a sea change in the administration's position on this. Maybe this is a trial balloon bringing Michelle Obama yeah, maybe, out on it. Maybe. But we, we also have a huge problem. And on Chris Kyle Day, we should address this. 22 veterans a day in this country, commit suicide.
0: Yeah. It's 22. Unbelievable.
1: If, if that were the case with Congress, we oh, have to get a new Congress in about a month. Uh-huh. But so let, let that sink in. 22 vets a day. Chris Kyle found a way to beat the PTSD by trying to help his other brothers and sisters who came back and were having trouble. He tried to work people through it. And unfortunately, one of the people he was trying to help killed him and another gentleman. And so we have we still have the problem, but that doesn't allow us to not recognize Chris Kyle and remember Chris Kyle.
0: Yeah. And she you know, the, the interesting thing about the Michelle Obama deal is it, it, she's just going off on yet another agenda. And that's a, a women's agenda. And of course, it's always a he being presented. In the mo- Yeah. Well, that's who's on the front lines, right? Uh, are women on the front lines in combat now? In planes,
1: in airplanes, we, yeah, yeah, but they're
0: not—they're not on the ground. No in the boots front lines. on the ground,
1: not—not not at the moment. But you know, in—in in Israel, they are. You have uh, and fighting uh, in Cobain. We have the. Uh, the women fighting isis and defeating isis are one of the big reasons so that is out there and maybe we'll see that change in the american military i don't maybe know how you feel when we do
0: an israeli it. movie we can we can show the women on the front lines <laughs> <laughs> dr. <laughs> dr ruth was a sniper in maybe the when we talk about military. the kurds and we do the kurdish movie right. we can show the women on the front lines but this is an american movie about right. an american situation so yeah women aren't probably front and center because they're not on the front lines doing this i see your point that's a big agenda thing. Yeah, of course, for always for her. That's always what it is for these people. Be- it's some politically correct agenda every single time. Triple eight seven two seven. back. more patents to come. On. eight seven two seven bet Patton with Mike Opelka today uh, we are uh, we're talking about the Super Bowl and and other issues uh, Barack Obama was featured prominently prominently during the uh, NBC coverage yesterday because he must be when it when it involves N- NBC <laughs> in any fashion you know they're they're bringing the president along for the ride it doesn't doesn't matter what the event is got to have the interview with the president is
1: he the first president to do this before yes. the super bowl it's been a couple of years i remember having to mm-hmm. endure this but i think he's the first one to kind i think of so
0: force it on us i, I it seems like I, I don't remember an interview with bush every year at the super bowl did they do that no i i if don't know if somebody think so. knows that 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 occurred let us know because i don't remember it that that doesn't mean it didn't for sure happen I just don't remember it you happening.
1: Tweet it to me, at StuntBrain or uh, at, uh, doesn't Pat and Stew have a Twitter account? At yeah, Pat we do. And, mm-hmm. and le- let us know. I do know Nixon used to call the winners afterwards on the phone. Yeah, I and, think all presidents and, uh, pretty yeah,
0: much do that.
3: They pick
1: up the phone. But yeah. uh,
0: but for, for the pregame interview, I, I don't remember it happening every year. Um, but here is the president of the United States from yesterday uh, talking about football, uh, with an NBC,
2: but I will say that it's going to be close, and the question I have is whether Seattle secondary is healthy enough um, you know that's the heart and soul of their team and they, they got three guys back there who are hurt. Uh, I don't know how that's going to affect the game.
3: I don't know if this makes it into your presidential briefing books, but have you been following Deflate Gate? And do you have an opinion about whether the Patriots cheated?
2: Well, here's what I know. Uh, the Patriots were going to beat the Colts uh, regardless of what the footballs looked like. Um, the, the one thing I did not realize, and I'll, I'll bet most fans didn't, was that each team prepares its own footballs. and and brings them to the game, I don't think there's any other sport like that. So I'm assuming one of the things the NFL is going to be doing, just to avoid any of these controversies, is is figuring out how the officials are in charge of the footballs from start to finish.
3: But if it happened, do you think it's cheating? Well,
2: uh, you know, I think that if you break the rules, then you break the rules.
0: That's a brilliant point. If you break the rules, you break the rules. Hmm. The converse of that would be if you don't break the rules. You don't break the rules.
1: If you break the rules, then you break the rules. Don't you think that should be something he should follow in every aspect of his life?
0: No. Maybe he is. That that part has not occurred to him. (laughs) Not with illegal immigrants, that's for sure.
1: Notice the average guy look. He's in the kitchen, he's got his
0: sleeves rolled up. Yeah, he's got his shirt unbuttoned. There's no tie.
1: He probably was just chopping onions a minute ago. (laughs)
0: I'm sure he was. That's
1: why he had the little tear in his eye, maybe? Yeah.
0: Yep. (laughs) Uh, he'll probably cry about this, too, because he's, here he is talking about the uh, great economy, which, as we all know,
3: Your party bad. lost in, in November, but you went in there with such swagger. Should you have been more conciliatory? Is it, to borrow a football metaphor, is it kind of like uh, you're the quarterback, you're doing the end zone dance when it's the other team that got the touchdown? Well,
2: actually, nobody was doing an end zone dance. What we were talking about was the success that America's had in digging itself out wow. of a really tough recession. And that's a celebration of the American people. That's not about politics. Uh, I was speaking about the fact that uh, we've seen a faster (laughs) drop in unemployment (laughs) uh, in the past year Mm. as we've seen in 30 years. We've seen that uh, wages are actually starting to tick up again. We've seen housing recover, auto industry recover, energy production up, gas prices down. All those things are good for the American people, and that is worth us celebrating. Now Mm. we've got to build on it by moving forward.
0: Gutsy job there by Savannah. I'm kind of surprised because she kind of called him out on the carpet there.
2: She did. She
0: called him that out. Nice. on nice. Uh, nice job. I'm on... going to give credit where credit's due. She actually said something uh, kind of strong to him.
1: But she didn't hit him fully on some of the stuff he threw out. No. About oh, there's money. never
0: a follow-up. Well, yeah. But at least there was an initial question. There's not even usually that with NBC.
1: But I would have liked to have seen a follow-up.
0: That would be nice. And, it would be you know, nice if you I, could challenge him on anything he says. Yeah, that'd be good.
1: But does he even realize she? Well, first of all, she used the term swagger, mm-hmm. and if you remember, in the first couple of years of this president's first term, if you used the term swagger, you were called a racist because swagger oh, yeah. was something that rappers had. But now Obama can have his swagger back mm-hmm. because his poll numbers are up because gas prices are down. And so she used the term swagger. Does he even realize that Democrats across the country lost 800 plus jobs that were voted on? So it wasn't just Congress, it wasn't it wasn't the house, the senate, the governorships. Locally it totaled over 800 elections they lost in wow. the fall. 800. Don't be doing a
0: victory dance. Yeah. That that would have been a nice follow up. That yeah. would have been great. Of course she doesn't do that um, but she did challenge him a little bit too on some of his proposals and she kind of said that you know they're sort of pointless and can't be passed here's the, the economy
3: is doing better but yeah. you laid out a bunch of proposals that you know cannot get through this congress that is run by republicans now isn't that kind of well, counterproductive no I, I,
2: I disagree with that i think Republicans that believe that we should be building our infrastructure. The question is, how do we pay for it? That's a negotiation that we should have. But I you're assume.
3: You're offering tax hikes, you know, for the wealthy. That's well, something they couldn't no, even but, get through the Congress
2: when it was run Savannah, by Democrats. Savannah, Savannah, my job is to present the right ideas. And if the Republicans think they've got a better idea, they should present them. Uh, but my job is not to trim my sails and, and not do. tell the American people what we should be doing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, pretending somehow that. Uh, You know, we don't need better roads or we don't need more affordable college. Uh, You know, one of the things I've learned over the last six years is that uh, when I tell the American people very clearly what uh, direction I think the country should go in, uh, sometimes people change their minds and even Republicans occasionally uh, start agreeing with me.
0: Okay. And to your point initially on follow up, how about, wait a minute, Mr. President. This is; These are all the things you said you were going to do with the stimulus package where we spent about a trillion dollars on right. infrastructure. Right. What happened to that? Shovel Why ready. aren't the roads built? Shovel Why ready. aren't the bridges fixed? Well, Why isn't it done? I,
1: I have to tell you, Pat, oh, you're, you're you're not completely oh. correct here. I, I live in the state of Delaware. Mm-hmm. And I would bet on a per capita basis, Delaware has received more <laughs> stimulus money from... For sidewalks, roads, Uh, we've got a brand new train station named after Biden's dad. Yeah. We have more money that was spent in this little bitty state. So why? that's where it all went? I think it all went there. It, About a trillion dollars was <laughs> went spent to delaware building sidewalks yeah, and cur- new curves
2: in Delaware.
0: <laughs> is every bridge shiny and new now in uh, Delaware?
1: Not only that, there are bridge attendants who wash your oh, windshield nice. as you go by. It's beautiful. It is nice. It's so utopia. That, now
0: we know. <laughs> now we know why we need the other $500 billion, because uh, it's all went. it all went to Delaware before.
1: But, or nobody ever asks in the follow-up question. What about cutting before you start spending more? Yes, we have we have things in cities like Detroit where they still have a blacksmith on duty on city payroll.
0: Do they really? Oh,
1: yeah. A farrier. Is still employed in Detroit, How and much you wonder you why. How many, uh, what
0: do you make as a blacksmith I, today? I don't know. <laughs> when you've got no horses to shoe, yeah. What does a blacksmith do <laughs> we, in Detroit? We have to look that up. But that, <laughs> I they do that up. There, there are. Ridiculous, I'll bet you it's a fifty grand job. I'll bet it's fifty thousand a year. <laughs> probably at least. a
1: union gig. Probably with a pension. And, uh, you know, he's mm-hmm. going to he's got all kinds of great benefits. But yep. these are waste, fraud and abuse that we don't address first. If we did, yeah. we wouldn't have to talk about tax increases. And yet no one calls him on that. Never. No. One, and wh- I got Never. a feeling that, you know, the White House gets all the questions beforehand. Mm-hmm. When you're going to interview the president, they say, well, you're going to send the questions over. No question. Well, they sent all that over, and they said, well, all right, what can we do? Let's put him in the kitchen where it's really distracting. There's a guy chopping in the background. There's beer in the foreground. There's everything you can do but Mm -hmm. to keep your mind on what's coming out of this guy's mouth. Yeah. I have to believe it's it's, it's all staged. This is all staged.
0: And in the first place, the White House is the best home field advantage in the world. Oh, yeah. It was built for that. You know, It was built to intimidate anybody who comes in. And then you put them in the kitchen with, you're right, all the various distractions. You're worried about a, a butcher knife going through your skull yeah, or something. There's a man
1: with a knife behind you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm kind of on the lookout for that right now. And speaking of the beer in the foreground, uh, this was kind of an interesting uh, point that Savannah asked about, I don't know, something. And, and, and Obama went off on beer.
3: Hey, Bob, thanks so much. We are going to sit down with President Obama in a minute and do a lengthy interview. It will air on the Today Show tomorrow, but he's agreed to spend a few moments with us live right now. We are in the White House kitchen where, among other things, you brew beer. We you make
2: brew. beer. First president since George Washington to, to, <laughs> to make some booze in the White House.
0: Okay, he's the first president since George Washington to make booze in the White House. No. Sorry. Uh, the George Washington... <laughs> Never went into the White House because the White House wasn't there. That's right. I, I just, I mean, this guy.
1: Well, we have is to fundamentally transform worst. our history. We have to change our history, as Michelle Obama change taught our traditions. us. We That's
0: have, right. You have to change our conversation. They've done that.
1: And do you think he, that. that Washington was actually the only president up until Obama to not have some sort of beer brewing or. No.
0: No, there's no way.
1: Jerry Ford's kids were smoking pot in the White House. You don't think they got a home beer
0: kit? You don't don't think Nixon was (laughs) brewing beer in the White House? Come on, that guy, he imbibed.
1: And during Prohibition, all the time. The bathtubs upstairs, maybe. I'm not. I don't have proof. I'm just saying maybe they were used for something (laughs) other than bathing.
0: (laughs) All right, here here he is on the on the on his uh, fourth quarter, and not the Super Bowl fourth
2: quarter, but his.
3: If this were your fourth quarter, I guess it kind of is. Uh, How do you want to close this presidency?
2: Well, what I'd like to see is not only that the economy continues to grow, but I also want to make sure that everybody's benefiting. And when you travel around the country, you see incredibly hard-working folks. They're doing the right thing. They're looking after their families, but they haven't seen uh, as much wage and income growth as they should have, given how high the stock markets gone, how well corporate profits are doing. So, if we can make sure that growth is coming from the middle class out, everybody's benefiting from the hard work they're putting in. We've had
3: six years to do that. Well, well and, you
2: have two more. and you know, the, uh, we've made the progress coming off the worst financial crisis benefiting. in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. We're now, you know, back. Uh, in in a really strong position. And I just want to make sure that uh, in two years when we look back, we'll say uh, not only that we recovered from that crisis, but actually uh, we've built the kind of foundation that ensures America does well for generations to come.
0: It's just amazing that he can get away with saying the same crap he said six years ago. You know, all the same stuff, really deep recession. We're in a really bad way, but we've gotten back to a solid. He's been saying the same thing for six years. Well, and the, people continue to suffer.
1: The demonizing of small businesses oh, man, oh, and employers man. in terms of the wage thing, hmm. where they talk about the fact that the wages aren't rising. Wages aren't rising because businesses are under incredible pressure to handle all of the regulation and forms that you have thrown on them. Not, Not just from Obamacare, Obamacare stuff. but from everything. Yeah. From all of the EPA regulations yep. that have been thrown on top of people everything. Do you know what it's like to try and start a business? And we don't even understand how big and how bad Obamacare is going to be. It's very distressing. So the the minute those oil prices start rising again, I think all of this crashes again in terms of his popularity. Clinton knew that if you look at the gas prices, if they're low, your popularity will go up because suddenly people are paying half of what they were paying a year ago to fill up their tanks. That seems to be the reality. His popularity back up again at 50 percent. But if you look at the real economy, the uh, the real unemployment, the real inflation, ultimately it will catch up to people.
0: 888 727 More Pat and Stu with Michael Falco coming up. late 727 back. Pat and Stu today with uh, Michael Pelka. Stu should be back tomorrow. In fact, he's going to be back uh, with Jeffy in the uh, in the Dallas studios uh, tomorrow. And they'll be taking, uh, taking over the mothership. Wait,
1: wait, so he flew from Arizona to Dallas? Yes. Isn't that like a 30-minute flight? Couldn't he have been here today? I'm, I'm enjoying like it here, yeah. but couldn't uh-huh. he have gotten there?
0: I, I think him? he could have. Yeah. He chose not to. Chose
1: not to. He okay. chose not to. Just saying.
0: Uh, some breaking news in the football world. Johnny Manziel uh, p- has apparently checked into rehab, and that's not a surprise probably to anybody. Uh, he's troubled. He's uh, something is wrong with the guy. He's super talented, but not really performing to where you would think he might be able to perform at this point. Uh, and and he can't seem to stay out of trouble. So I guess um, Skip Bayless from ESPN says uh, based on what he's Heard from the people uh, with the Browns organization. He's pretty convinced that uh, uh, Johnny Manziel is an alcoholic. And so he's checking into rehab for that. Well, I'm glad he's getting help. He needs it. I so, would say because his career is on the rocks right now, I think. Yeah, I, he, I think he's on the rocks. He's kind
1: of in the Tebow zone. Although yes, I is. think Tim Tebow had at least the opportunity to show his skills Yeah, a little more than... Johnny Football did, and I I said to you in the break. Anytime someone starts referring to themselves as Johnny Football, I think that's that's a sign. It's help, a problem area. Is yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's problematic for sure. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Something else that uh, I, I wanted to get into earlier, and we haven't been able to yet, is this uh, teacher scam that goes on in New York. This is uh, I know an, an issue you're passionate about, oh, um, man. Mike, because you you. Are around here all the time. Um, but in New York, they have these areas where failed teachers wind up. It's called a rubber room, right? Well, they're, They they're... can't teach anymore. They can't be near the kids. A lot of times these are abusers or whatever. If you are
1: accused of something because mm-hmm. of the union here, the teacher's union, you have to go through a judicial process that essentially puts you in a trial. There's a hearing. And uh, many times it's uh, sexual abuse or yeah. any kind of hitting on a kid. And in some cases, we reported on on the blaze on a a teacher who had been in the rubber room, as they're called, for 13 years—
0: I remember that story. Thirteen years now, had collected person, hundreds of thousands of dollars, making
1: a hundred grand a year. Yeah, and of course, you only have to show up when school's in session, Jeez. so you have summer off. You're allowed to do whatever you want while you're in there. You can be using the internet. He was running a real estate business from his rubber room. Wow. Now, you you think wow. there might be just a couple of these people waiting to get through the system? The city of New York pays twenty two million dollars a year, maybe a little more in payouts to rubber room residents who are still there.
0: That's phenomenal. And so if you've
1: ever been and lived in New York and experienced the cost of New York, one of the reasons why New York is unsustainable is the power of the teachers union. And Mm -hmm. over the weekend, we learned the story of a first grade teacher, first grade teaching Mm six-year-olds who makes $85,000 a year. 80, eighty-four 84 five. Five. Okay, Don't just to be just,
0: eighty-four thousand five hundred. You're it, exaggerating. I
1: round it up, and she has been given an unsatisfactory grade for the past six years, and they cannot fire her On because top, of the teachers' union. Union has they had now they had all these charges that they filed about her being an, uh, an unsatisfactory teacher. They had a sixteen-day trial. Think about that. So lawyers were hired. She had a she had a union-provided lawyer, at least one. The school board had to put up, or whoever, the city had to put up their own lawyer. 16 days this trial went on. They can't fire her. They did fine her, in this case, six weeks' pay. So she had to spend 45 days' pay, which amounts to about 2% of her salary. Remember, she's making $84,500 a year. She's tenured, so they can't just fire her. She missed 27 days of work last year and was late 37 days. How oh many gosh. days do you think Glenn would put up Good with golly. if you missed 27 days? Now let's remember, you're only well,
0: working nine months a year. Yeah, and it depends on. Okay, are you really sick? Are you, are are you calling in and saying, "Look, I've got tuberculosis. I've got the <laughs> got the 30 day tuberculosis bug," and if. If he believes you, I think you'd be okay.
1: yeah, well, you could probably if you're just get not showing
0: up for work twenty seven days
1: twenty seven, six days, six you, days, late thirty seven days.
0: yeah, you'd be gone. It'd be over
1: and Bye-bye. but she has summers off too. <laughs> That's incredible. And now stuff. here's the flip side of this. She has now sued the city <clears throat> saying she's being targeted. Despite the fact she's been given an unsatisfactory grade, when they went to observe her classroom, kids were reportedly running everywhere, just like banshees. One kid was demonstrating karate moves on a cabinet door, and she was in the back, as she put it, you're Mm. not going to believe this, re-sharpening pencils that were too sharp, so they were dangerous. (laughs) That's what she told them in the trial.
0: It's amazing. So... That is absolutely amazing and so but they're only spending twenty two million a year on these kinds of people,
1: yeah, the people in the rubber room and the mm-hmm. people like this woman who are and then you have to hire someone to replace them, so while they are in the rubber room or in sixteen day trials, you have to hire another teacher
0: I, and then people wonder what we have against unions Hello. Common sense is no longer
1: in the teachers' union in New York. It just doesn't make any sense. And you're certainly not caring for the kids if no. you're allowing this kind of person to just do whatever they want and say, I'm a target. It's someone else's fault. She also said, I wasn't given enough training. How wow. did you get to $84,500 a year for nine months' work?
0: Pretty amazing. I, you know, and uh, again, public schools, unions. Uh, there's a problem in both. There's a problem in yeah. both. You might want to look into it. I, I don't know. 888-727-BECK, 888 beck 888-727-BEC. Also, we, I think we briefly mentioned this when we were talking about Obama a few minutes ago. He's proposing another $478 billion in public works programs in a $4 trillion budget. <laughs> uh, Four, our budget is $4 trillion this year. trillion. Uh, So that includes um, he's sending to Congress proposals for higher taxes on wealthier Americans and corporations because we all have to, you know, uh, play by the same rules except for the wealthy.
1: Your fair share, Pat. Your fair share. Your fair share.
0: And again, they can't tell you what the fair share is. It's just more. (laughs) It's always more. Right. I I don't know what your fair share is. If it's 60 percent, is they're taking out if you live in New York? Or 52% to 55% if you're living elsewhere in America. Wow. Um, is that your fair share? No, because it has to be more. I, I wish, I wish people understood how much wealthy Americans pay in taxes because they would believe it to be immoral. Anytime you go and ask people, well, what do you think is the fair share? You'll get like 20%, 25%, you know, some people will say 10%. We just did this uh, not too long ago. Uh, was it Stu that went out and asked people on the street, or was some other, uh, you know, one of those on the street things where sure. what is what is the fair share? To went to some um, liberal institution, I think it was a college, and asked what the fair share was. Highest percentage I heard was thirty percent. Well, you dummies don't realize it's double that in New York. I mean, oh, it's easily. literally double that.
1: It's easily when you break, in, break down all the taxes. And if you look at the overall percent of tax paid, if you say, OK, the U.S. takes in $3 trillion a year in taxes. Mm-hmm. And I think we actually did more than that in personal income taxes. If you take in $3 trillion, the wealthy, the 5 percent who are considered wealthy and uber wealthy.
0: Yeah, the ones who, who are demonized every day.
1: How much of that do you think they pay? 5 percent? 5% of the total population of tax-paying Americans.
0: I'm going to say about 30% of the total. I think it's cap. closer to 80. 80?
1: Yeah. For the top five? Yes. So if, when you think that 20% of the people, 20% of all the taxes are paid for by 95% of the people, you got to remember there's 45 to 47% who pay zero, pay absolutely right, nothing. Yeah. So the top five percent are really paying their share, and now you're going to add in the death tax, the tax which is totally confiscatory—something that you've already paid tax on that money your whole life—and you want to give it to your family or to so a charity.
0: Wrong. So wrong. And now the and government, the government says, believes that no, no, right. that's part of that's ours.
1: No, it isn't. No, they want a
0: lot of, and they're not pissed. Just part, no, they want a huge, a lot. <laughs> huge section of that. So. so uh, all kinds of pr- proposals. A lot of them recycled from old budgets that Obama has proposed, and none of it's going to pass the Republican Congress. And then he's going to demonize Congress for not passing this garbage. But uh, the projected budget deficit would be 474 billion, slightly higher than the 467 uh, forecast for 2016. Um, and it, you know, I mean, is this an improvement from the 1.4 trillion dollar days with Obama? Yeah, but it's still higher than any budget ever under any other president in history. Well,
1: that deficit is only growing our debt slower. Now, yeah. remember, he yeah. has taken the national debt up to it'll, the CBOs projected us to owe more than $18 trillion. He's He's increased the debt that all of us owe by more than 70 percent in six years, more than all of the other presidents combined.
0: It's just, it's immoral.
1: It's stunning. And he's it's the one who said that. It's immoral. He said debt he is unpatriotic and immoral. So hold him to it.
0: Triple eight seven two seven beck More patents too with Michael Pelkin coming up. Welcome to Pat and Stu. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven. Beck Michael Pelko with us today. Uh, Stu is back tomorrow, uh, and, and something we have to show you that has happened. I think late last week, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's this is so awesome. It almost makes me feel bad for the guy. Chris Christie went to a radio show uh, last week um, and went into their studio, and they're like, "Hey, come on in and sit down." So. Was it was it last yeah. year? The guys. Been oh, so sitting it just it. resurfaced last no, no, week. No,
1: this guy sat on this footage why? because he didn't want to embarrass the governor. Then why
0: is he willing to now?
1: Because the governor was in the Cowboys owners box.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, really.
1: <laughs> this is so payback. that's the story. <laughs> yeah, that's WIP in Philly. They this happened last year. Last so
0: their fans of Christie didn't want to embarrass him. Right. And so they sat on it until it turned out he was a a Cowboys fan, and that's now right. this is revenge for that. You oh, don't man. cross
1: Eagles fans. You know, it's Holy the city of brotherly crap. love. Philadelphia has
0: love. That's great. <laughs> that's a that's a really nice addition to this story. Okay, so it's been a year since this happened. Here's uh last yeah, last June, Chris Christie with uh Angelo Cataldi and the WIP morning show. This is just good eating. <laughs>
2: Mr. Chris Christie, here he is. Come on in, oh, there, Chris. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you so much for doing this. It's a very I cool, man. Oh, oh, hold on. We got to cherish you. To cherish you. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, oh, it's a oh, very cool, man. Oh, hold oh, on. We got to cherish you. Here we are. Hold on. Oh, Never oh, right oh, now
0: uh he's the governor of the state of new jersey yeah almost i mean i almost i'm not a fan i don't like him but i almost feel bad for him there i don't i almost feel badly for <laughs> he him.
1: he can deal with whatever happens but i don't know if you've seen it
0: that's great but
1: um opie from the opie radio show over on the satellite yeah took that footage and intercut it with a bunch of earthquake footage from when where, he fell? Where, it, like, yeah, it after he falls, earthquake. you see grocery stores and cans <laughs> falling, and there's actually fissures in the earth opening up, that's, and people
0: pointing and screaming. That's it's funny. It's pretty funny stuff. That's, that's <laughs> funny. So don't cross an Eagles fan. Uh, no. I think that's the moral of this story. I can't believe they sat on that for a year. I, I
1: got to give the guy credit. Give I just, credit for that. That's I, I amazing. Wonder, I wonder if, you know, how long they said, you know, is this Christie was in with uh, Jerry Jones. Is this the time we let him have it? This is their nuclear bomb.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is embarrassing. I mean, he's got to be embarrassed. Now, he's a big boy. He can handle it. But that's embarrassing. If he's
1: a presidential candidate and he's done all kinds of appearances over the years,
0: hey, how mm-hmm. many
1: other videos are out there?
0: It's a good question.
1: And will we get to see them?
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, probably. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how close he gets to the White House, I guess. If if there's video out there that's embarrassing, and uh, somebody doesn't want a Republican, uh, then maybe it surfaces. But uh, otherwise, no. He, but you're right. He does this kind of stuff. He goes to a. He won't come on our show, but no. he'll come on a lot of. Ra- uh, Local radio shows and there's probably some embarrassing stuff.
1: Well, I can't wait to see it. But you know, you bring up a good point. We've never seen the video of Obama in California, the one that that newspaper has been sitting on. Oh man, I see we that. have heard all of the speculation.
0: <clears throat> that was and, the uh, was that was that the uh, honors night for what's his face um, uh, had something to do
1: with like a, a, a
0: Palestinian terrorist. Right. Right, right, and
1: and they they've sat on that video forever. forever. But look again, the NSA knows everything you and I are doing, and they know mm-hmm. all the phone calls we make, and we cannot hear what courses the president took in college. No, we it can't. It really is stunning.
0: That's right. There's that, and and I had forgotten about the footage that the L.A. Times has, They're and they on will it. not, they right. will not release it. Well, why? What's on that footage? It was the night. Uh, I wish I could remember the guy's name. Uh, He—it's it, a Palest- It's a well-known Palestinian uh, terrorist uh, or terrorist sympathizer, and for some reason I can't even think of his name right now. But Obama was there, and he was one of the speakers, right? And he obviously said some things that were quite <laughs> problematic. Like we can hear you over here. That were quite <laughs> problematic. For Obama. It's and another show going on. Yeah, there's there. another show over there. Uh, <laughs> that were qu- really problematic for Obama, and they right. won't they won't release it. I, they sh- it's a news organization.
1: They're not news if they're sitting on that. The no. truth has no agenda, as I've heard.
0: I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I'm not sure where, but uh, but somewhere. <laughs> All right, we will be back uh, tomorrow live from uh, Dallas this time. Thanks for uh, this Thank fun Pat. to have this you. This
1: was, a, was awesome. a, a bucket list item I can check yeah, off. You can check
0: that right off. Uh, that's a sad bucket list if this was on it. Irritates but uh <laughs> Pat for it's done. Two hours. way to go. Triple eight seven two seven back.